It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So I woke up this morning to a nice email from my athletic director at Shasta High School back up here in Reading temporarily for just a couple of months coaching this high school soccer team, having a great time doing it. But I received a, a troubling email this morning that said that a box of purple and white Shasta soccer jerseys were found on the side of the road at a rural intersection on the western end of Reading. I immediately went outside of the home where I am staying, a very, very nice neighborhood up here, to discover that my Volvo station wagon had been completely ransacked. That's right. My old iPhone happened to be in a backpack that was taken out of there. Some great books, including Ian Plenderlease Rock and Roll Soccer, which is a book that meant so much to me having Ian on the show back a couple months ago. The Bill King book from the great Ken Korak, Bill King, Renaissance Man of the Microphone. That was taken. An old Eureka Loggers parka jacket was taken. Bunch of other stuff, blankets, sweaters. But they took my soccer cleats, you tweaker bastards. Took my soccer cleats. So, happy birthday to me. My birthday is tomorrow. That, that, that was my first thought. Happy birthday to me. But then I thought about a valuable lesson. I always talk about how everything in this world is temporary. I've talked about that mindset on this show in relation to Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool and everyone basking in the glories of, of Klopptober and, and just loving everything that is Jurgen Klopp. And I said to someone, God, isn't it funny to think that this is probably going to be over in about four years, max, when he gets sacked or takes the Real Madrid job. I told it to my soccer players before our first home game the other day I said hey I know some of you are 14 and 15 years old and you think you have a million of these games to come but these will fly by soak in every minute of this everything is temporary so in the grand scheme of things this morning what did I lose some stuff some meaningful stuff and some more stuff yeah it sucks but it's just temporary stuff I'll get over it I still love the beautiful game I want to find my cleats though Stand-up comic, musician, and Crystal Palace supporter Jim Daly is with us. Drop down and get your eagle on, baby. We're talking Crystal Palace right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay with us, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Now in the street there is violence And not a lot of work to be done No place to hang out or washing And then I can't Trick Avenue. 
soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lin had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at iqlaservision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. IQ Laser Vision. Big news! The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gig for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration. See the world's best matches. Live, wherever you are, with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app games and get your fix live soccer and more anytime anywhere sign up to watch the bundesliga and champions league at soccerondish.com you're listening to world soccer talk radio with your host nada barea on the sports byline broadcasting network but i'm now the president of everybody Our guest in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network is a stand-up comedian, a musician, and a Crystal Palace supporter. And not necessarily in that order. I think it depends on on the day of the week uh, which one of those comes first, second, and third. His name is Jim Daly. We're talking a whole lot of Crystal Palace in this edition of the show. Jim, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So... How did you become a Crystal Palace fan, first off? Um, fairly traditional. 
Exactly like my dad was a Palace fan and when I was about six years old he gave me two choices. One of them was be a Palace fan, the other one was leave the house <laughs> and I thought about it and I chose to be a Crystal Palace fan. What do you uh, remember about your first match watching your beloved team? I don't remember anything but I do know that it was the 1st of January 1992 <laughs> long time ago and it was at home to Notts County and a player called Marco Gabbiadini scored the winning goal for Palace in a 1-0 win and I don't think he ever scored again for Palace he, he did not do very well for us but he did score uh, on my first ever game I don't really remember anything um, but I don't know I kept going back I think dad forced me for the first few years to be honest it was a bit like Stockholm Syndrome and uh, and here I am why do you think you don't remember any of it I've got a bad memory I can't remember what I did last week to be honest, Nate. So um, I think I'm going to struggle to remember a match 23 years ago, to be honest. Well, it's funny because the next thing I was going to ask you is, is what, what were some of your best uh, Crystal Palace memories uh, growing up? So if let's just go with any, give me any Crystal Palace memory. Give me the first one that you can actually remember. Um, I remember getting a season ticket when I was about 13 or 14 years old, which is very much kind of, that's the time when you, start falling in love with football and your team and just going every week. And I got to get with, with my best mate Callum at the time. And I remember Palace being absolutely terrible. That was the season we finished bottom of the Premier League in 98, I think it was. And we didn't win a home game until April, which I think is still a Premier League record. So I remember seeing lots of, uh, lots of home defeats. But we did win against Sheffield Wednesday on the last day of the season. And uh, I remember that vividly. That was a very good day because uh, the fans are doing the conga around the stadium, even though we were rock bottom of the table, which I think very much sums up Crystal Palace fans. It very much sums up the, the supporters <laughs> there at Selhurst Park. Now, uh, I got to ask you, because you, the, the, the era that you're referencing is was really my introduction to English football. And I always knew Crystal Palace as a, a, a bottom dweller, a, a division <laughs> hopper. I mean, take take whichever titles we want here. Now, when you look at what's going on this season and even over the last couple of years with Crystal Palace and, and the success, and I mean, when we use the term relative success, I mean, I can't think of a finer example when you actually compare to recent history with the club and you look at what's going on now and the level of gratitude shown by all these Palace supporters who, who it seems like they just can't believe what's going on. Do you ever find yourself, you know, pinching yourself when you watch Palace play these days? Every Saturday, literally every Saturday, I'm pinching myself because we're, we're at the level now that we always hoped we could be. And when the new guys took over, the, the they're called CPSC 2010, this consortium of local fans, they always said that one day we'll get in the Premier League and we're going to really try and push on to the next level. We want to be the next Southampton and Stoke and Swansea, you know, those teams pushing on. And we're here already. That was only five years ago. And, and now we're here. Now we're sixth in the table. And everyone's talking about Palace getting to Europe and how Palace are the dark horses. Like, it, it's happened so quick. It's been, it's been like a whirlwind romance. You know, it's, we're still in the honeymoon period. I don't know what's going to happen when we get bored of each other. But um, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And, and no set of fans deserve it more than Palace because they've been through so many hard times and they're still sticking by the team. So I think it's... It's, it's definitely deserved, but it, it's just crazy. We, we still can't believe it. 
Well, I got to ask you about something uh, about your fellow Palace supporters and and the atmosphere there at Selhurst Park. And I, I love that story of being bottom of the Premier League and and the fans doing the conga and just partying it up. There's <laughs> always there's always been, and I remember in my my time in in London and getting to know every different team and every section of the city. There was always this thing of Palace supporters being so lovably cynical and and very very <laughs> cynical about everything. And hey, I don't care if we're bottom of the league or top of whatever we're still going to enjoy ourselves just the same I feel like that mindset has almost multiplied itself as people are looking down going wait we're 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 sixth in the league and yet the fans are acting in many ways in the same fashion that they were when you guys were 20th in the league talk about the the mindset of of the palace fan and and what it means to have a a little bit of cynicism in your makeup <laughs> i think to be honest you've described there i think any english football fan to be honest because they're all maybe apart from the fans of the top 4 they're all waiting for the next crisis to happen because that that seems to happen a lot in football and you know the more money that gets poured in the more gambles teams take there are more crisis crises um, around the corner. And Palace have just had more than their fair share. Since I've been a fan, they've gone into administration twice, been saved at the last minute twice. They've been close to relegation numerous times, down to the third tier of English football, been saved on the last day numerous times. I remember going to Stockport in 2001, which is not somewhere that anyone goes intentionally. And um, we we scored in the 97th minute to, to stay in the championship. So there's always a crisis at Palace and it's normally a bad one. And I think when you go through all that and you come out the other side, battered and bruised and still a Palace fan and still with a club to support, you just appreciate all the good times when they come along. And I'm, I'm sure this is the mindset of any of any football fan. And Palace now are just... They're having the good times and all that, all the administrations and the relegations and all that that we put up with was, you know, time in the bank so that we could enjoy having a good team and having a couple of good seasons and pushing on to the next level, which we're now doing really, really well. So, but there will be a lot of Palace fans, me included, who are waiting for it all to unravel somehow. My party will leave or there will be fine 10 points for some financial regularity. I don't know. Something will happen because I think as football fans, you're always waiting for that next crisis to uh, to unfold. But um, we're, we're just very grateful. I think grateful is the word. We're very grateful to have a club and for it to be so, so successful right now. Well, I'm really glad that you, you wrapped that up with with the gratitude there, because a lot of people would <laughs> a lot of people would hear that, Jim, and say, like, oh, that's a very, very pessimistic mindset. And it's like, no, I actually opened the show today by by sharing the story, uh, you know, about my my car getting broken into late last night. And I've talked about with, with the Liverpool fans lately as, as a Liverpool fan myself. When I hear people so high on Jurgen Klopp, I'm the one who goes, well, Soak it up because, you know, about three or four years from now, it's going to end. He's going to get sacked. It's going to end very unceremoniously, and he's going to go to Real Madrid or, or something like that. And I don't mean that to be a pessimistic prick here. I mean that to make sure that everybody soaks in every last second of, of anything in life and realizing the, the temporary qualities of, of so much in, in the lives in which we lead. And so that I, I want to tie this back to Palace right now, though. We talk about, you know— 
But how, how long is Pardew going to stay there? How long is this thing going to last? And I'm going to throw it right to you in terms of this year in the immediate sense with Palace in the Premier League and looking at them being sixth in the table, having this incredible amount of parity in the Premier League this season from, from Leicester City to Man City to Liverpool under Klopp to Arsenal to, I mean, Chelsea struggles. There's, there's more parity in the league than I've ever seen before, and Palace have their, their best shot to do something special. How long can this run of form last this season, Jim, for Crystal Palace? To be honest, the way we've been playing, I think it can, it can go on and on. You look at Leicester, you know, they're still top of the league, and we're in December now, so they are very much paving the way for all the other clubs outside the top six, like Palace, to say, you can, you can do something special, you can actually challenge. I don't know if we'll finish sixth, but... We're so confident right now. The players are really confident. We've got a very confident slash arrogant manager, if you can call him that. And um, I think, honestly, the sky is the limit. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, I think we could do anything. We're not going to win the league, but I think we could still be where we are now at the end of the season, which is, which I'm hearing myself say this, and it sounds ridiculous for a Palace <laughs> fan to be saying that. I can hear my own words and they don't make sense. But, but like you said, when you look at the league and how competitive it is this season, honestly, I think any team can do anything. Well, there you have it. His name is Jim Daly. My name is Nate Abarea. We will be back with you after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Let us know how long you think this Palace run of form can last. Get at me at Nate WST, at World Soccer Talk, and at Jim Daly Comedy. We're back with you after this right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Come on, you Eagles. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to be able to see clearly again without reading glasses? Make the smart choice with IQ Laser Vision. Offering locations throughout California, Dr. Robert Lin and his staff at IQ Laser Vision have performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures. LASIK is also as affordable as your daily cup of coffee at less than $2 per day. See for yourself at IQLaserVision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. IQ Big news! The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. 
Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for day. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration. See the world's best matches. Live. Wherever you are, with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Pretty good. Pretty damn good, that's Welcome back to the show. It's good to have you with us. My name is Nate Abarea, joined by Jim Daly. Check him out on Twitter at Jim Daly Comedy. Follow me on Twitter at NateWST. Get a hold of all of us at World Soccer Talk. And leave us a review on iTunes when you get a chance. Thanks for subscribing to us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Listening to us in podcast form, or maybe you're old school and you love that terrestrial radio, and that is why you are listening to Sports Byline right now. Listening to us live every day, 1 to 2 Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, it's time to talk a little bit more Crystal Palace. I promised everybody that we were going to be dropping down and getting our eagle on today, and this will continue, (laughs) and we've got to talk about that silver-headed, pompous, you-know-what, on the touchline. Some love him, some hate him. People who are Crystal Palace supporters absolutely love him, not only for what he's doing right now, but for some of the fantastic things he actually did on the pitch for Crystal Palace way back when. I speak of the man who, if he were a bar of chocolate, he would eat himself, the Silver Fox, Alan <laughs> Pardew. Jim Daly, before we get to the present day, talk about what Alan Pardew means to Crystal Palace supporters. Well, as a Liverpool fan, you, you're not going to like my response because he means one particular moment and one particular goal in I our history. I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> this. I mean, to be honest, he wasn't the best player for us, but this is the greatest thing he ever did for us, um, was scoring that goal in the FA Cup semi-final against Liverpool in extra time to send us through to the final, winning 4-3, which, as a result, you know, people don't understand that Palace were a tiny team then, a tiny, tiny team had just, just been promoted and Liverpool were... The biggest team in England, I think they'd won the FA Cup before or were league champions, or they were certainly winning titles left, right and centre. And, and Palace beat them in the FA Cup semi-final. It was a huge result. We actually didn't win the Cup. We lost to Man United on a replay in the final. But that, that, that goal elevated Pardew from, to be honest, mediocre midfielder. Apparently, it was kind of before my time, but apparently when his name was read out on the Tannoy, the fans used to boo it. And Steve Coppel used to have to write in his programme notes, please stop booing Pardew. I pick him for a reason. He's a competent midfielder. And then he scored that goal, which, you know, wasn't even a great goal. It was a, a header from half a yard out. But that goal just elevated him to cult hero status. And then he was loved forever by Palace fans because of that. And also because I think cult heroes tend to be players who aren't that good but they just connect with the fan base. And and that goal just connected him with all the Palestines in a way that he couldn't have imagined. So 
even after he left as a player and was a manager and stuff, Palace fans always felt they still had a connection with Pardew, which is why it was great when he came back. Well, what went through your mind when you saw him coming back, considering the way that he left Newcastle and, and everything that, that he'd gone through with the dumpster fire up north and, and, and all his other managerial, let's just call them troubles over the years and the run-ins and, and various just poor runs of form, whether it was his team playing poorly or him performing poorly in interviews and, and with, with supporters and also some of his strengths as a manager. What went through your mind when you actually saw him coming back to Crystal Palace to manage this team? Well, we, we needed a strong manager and, and we needed someone strong in terms of personality because we'd had Neil Warnock back for the second time as manager and it really hadn't worked out. The, the team were playing, not playing very well. You could tell that they weren't really playing for him all that passion that, that you know, makes Crystal Palace great wasn't really there. The fans weren't really buying it. There was sort of unrest in the stands. It was all a bit kind of flat. So we needed someone to come in who, who just had personality and confidence and can just kind of sort of grab the club by the scruff of the neck and say, look, no, you're good. Here's how you're going to win games and just instill a bit of confidence back in everyone. And to be honest, if you're looking for any manager in the Premier League who's going to do that, I don't think you can do better than Pardew. He, he believes his own hype more than anyone but I think that honestly sometimes gets instilled into the players. I think it's infectious. And you saw it in Palace. We then suddenly started playing a lot more confidently. We beat Spurs at home, which was a fantastic result because they'd beaten Chelsea 5-3 the week before. And suddenly we were just a team that looked like they believed they could stay up and they believed they could do even, be- even better. So when he first came back, I was happy because it was Pardew and obviously he's a, he's a Palace cult hero. And I do think he was harshly treated at Newcastle, to be honest. I, obviously, there were problems and we, we saw some of those touchline issues and stuff. But he, he wasn't a bad manager for them, got them fifth in the table. He could motivate players and he had a good squad. And to be honest, I think Newcastle is a club that's got a lot of problems behind the scenes. Um, but when he came back, it just kind of felt right it just you know I just kind of felt like he was the right guy at the right time for the right club and it happened to be us it was like putting on an old pair of gloves that you hadn't worn for ages and he remembered how well they fitted and uh and I think it's proven to be a fantastic appointment well it's interesting uh the timing of the Pardue appointment you talk about how Warnock came in there and Really, one of the main reasons why Warnock was even back in the first place was because of a situation with a man by the name of Malky Mackay. Uh, What do you remember? It it feels like ancient history, but that was actually only like a year and three. It was like 15 months ago. What do you remember about that whole situation with Malky Mackay and the, uh, the infamous racist text messages? That was a really weird one, wasn't it? Because it just sort of came out of the blue, which which I I guess was kind of the uh, the Cardiff owner's intention because he'd been talking to us about coming as a manager, and we were all like, all the Palace fans were thinking, okay, fair enough, Malky Mackay, you know, he did all right and uh, could be good for us. But um, when all that stuff came out, all those allegations. I think a lot of Palace fans instantly wanted to distance themselves from Malky Mackay. And we're very glad that the club did as well, because, you know, Palace is a progressive club in a cosmopolitan, diverse part of London. And all those allegations and that stuff is, is not something that is ever associated with Palace or with anyone that we'd want to be associated. So I think the, the club acted quite well in sort of cutting it off and being like, we, we can't take this any further. There was also our, our sporting director, Ian Moody, who was with us at the time, was also involved and, and, and he left the club as well. 
so it was really shocking really it was just kind of out of the blue um and you're right it does seem like a it does seem like years ago and it was only just over a year ago but um i i'm i'm glad that the way that palace distanced themselves and look where we are now i mean you know would we be doing as well if Malcolm Mackay had come in as manager? I, I seriously doubt it. I think we'd have stayed up and I think we'd be doing fine. But, I mean, we definitely wouldn't be where we are now. So, in a way, maybe it was it was kind of a blessing in disguise for Palace. It, it wasn't for Malky, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think it kind of worked out for us because we're, we're certainly on to better things. Well, I think it worked out for Palace. I think it worked out for the Silver Fox, Alan Pardew, without a doubt. <laughs> worked out for the supporters. And, and that's something I actually want to talk with you about now. I'm so glad that you brought up the, the progressive nature of Crystal Palace as a club, the diversity of, of that fan base. And... It's something when I see when I see matches on on television from Selhurst Park. Everyone just talks about the noise and the energy and and just that great great atmosphere, very unique, very boisterous. Again, there's whether they're winning or losing, there's that that cynical kind of we're going to have fun no matter what attitude that I just love and embrace so much. But one thing that stands out to me beyond just the the diversity and and the the different ethnicities that you'll see at this game, it's the youth that I see at these games. It's it's that Crystal Palace seems more in touch with, I, I, I hate the word, but I'm going to use it right now, the millennials out there. <laughs> it seems as if Palace is more in touch with the millennial fan base than, all, I don't want to say than any other club in, in England or any other club in Europe, but right up there in terms of how in touch they are with a young fan base. Talk about that a little bit and where you think that comes from. Well, there's, I think there's probably a couple of things. Firstly, the club themselves have worked really hard on um, sort of an advertising campaign over the last couple of years just to recruit new fans, you know, not sort of trying to push season tickets, but just trying to get people from the local area involved because Palace is a, a club that's been rooted in South London but has struggled with um, uh, numbers at games and stuff. So they did this whole uh, South London and Proud uh, advertising campaign. They had giant posters all across South London. And I think that's kind of helped engage younger fans but also you've got you've got the the Homestale fanatics who are this group that sit in the corner of the Homestale stand and they, they make the banners and they do the chants and stuff and and they're a bunch of young guys so I think young fans as well see that and see that the noise they generate and think actually this is this is an experience that I want to be part of uh, and it, and actually it is the Homestale fanatics this uh, yes tomorrow against Sunderland uh, sorry Southampton it's almost ten years to the day that they were formed so. Um, and they they've been absolutely fantastic in helping the atmosphere. I think there's a there's a number of things. Also, you've just got. I mean, I'm 31 now, but you've got people my age and and a bit older who are having kids, and the kids are growing up, and they're just making them come to Palace in the same way that I was because it's it's a family club. And I think when you support a team like Palace uh, and you grow up, you want your family to be involved as well because it's a it's a good experience. I go in the game and I. I meet my dad and have a pint with him, so that's that. That's part of the experience of going to the game for me. So I think there's a num there's a number of factors, but uh, also it's down to the fact that we're playing well. You know, kids want to come and see a team that plays exciting football and is doing well in the Premier League, and you know we are certainly doing very well right now. So I'd say it's, it's a mix of things. Real quickly, sixty seconds before we got to head to break. Where are you grabbing that pint uh, with your father before a Palace match? We got a lot of listeners who go over to England, or even listeners in England, uh, who are always interested in match day atmosphere in the neighbourhoods around the grounds. Where is the best spot to grab a pint before a match at Selhurst Park? There are loads of pubs, but I go to one called the Porsons Arms. Um, but other pubs are available. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't want to don't want to uh, exclude any pubs, right? 
No, do you know what? There's lots of great pubs around the ground, so they're all really good. But I go to one in the, in, called the Porson's Arms, and uh, it's a palace-themed pub. They all wear palace shirts, and it's great fun. Well, absolutely. This is World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. When we get back, we're going to sing some songs right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Nate Abarea and Callis supporter, stand-up comic, and musician Jim Daly. Stay tuned. We're back after this. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Heading to the Mendocino Coast? Check out the Beachcomber Motel and Spa, Surf and Sand Lodge, and the Beach House Inn, all in Fort Bragg. Experience in-room hot tubs, fireplaces, and ocean views with decks in one of the finest destinations near Glass Beach. With all of the amenities one would expect to find in a first-class lodging experience, these resorts also offer pet-friendly rooms and bike rentals to enjoy the California 10-mile coastal trail. Check out the BeachcomberMotel.com, SurfSandLodge.com, or BeachInn.com. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99, and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV Looking to break away this fall? Visit the sun-soaked bayside town of Tiburon, located just minutes from San Francisco. The lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own garden. Fall raids from $199 a night. Join us at the lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068 or go to lodge at Tiburon. Business Loans Now is most known for 60-minute approvals and same-day funding for businesses across this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is Michael Medved for Business Loans Now, where your business cash flow is way more important than personal credit. Funding can be used for cash flow, equipment, payroll, and startups. Business Loans Now can also help with additional funding if your business has recently been underfunded by another lender. To find out how much your business could qualify for, I encourage you to visit businessloansnow.com. 
You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Our show today is brought to you by Audible, and they have got a free book for you. That's right. The real challenge, though, with Audible is to pick which book. They've got 180,000 titles, bestsellers, fiction, biographies, you name it. So many good soccer books to choose from, including the new business book from Sir Alex Ferguson entitled Leading, where he shares his insight about the leadership skills he used at some club called Manchester United. You may have heard of him. Plus, there's the John Motson autobiography, the Bobby Charlton book entitled My Manchester United Years. There's the Secret Footballer's Guide to the Modern Game. There's so many more. I'm sure you could find Ian Plenderleaf's Rock and Roll Soccer, that same book that was stolen out of my car last night. Let me give you the link for your free audiobook, plus the Daily Digest of the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. All of it available to you for free for the first 30 days. Cancel during the first 30 days, and you pay absolutely nothing, and the book is yours to keep no matter what. But I think you will be hooked. Audible is a great way to listen to your favorite authors on your commute, at the gym, wherever you need them. Maybe you're lying in bed with the missus and you want to have an audiobook going. You know, hey, that's up to you. That's your cup of tea. You do your thing. Here's the deal. Get your free audiobook today at audibletrial.com slash worldsoccertalk. Write that down. Very important. Muy importante. Audibletrial.com slash worldsoccertalk. First month free. You get one audiobook. Yours to keep no matter what. Sign up today. Audibletrial.com slash worldsoccertalk. My name is Nate Abaurea. Tweet me with the love mail and the hate mail at NateWST. Let us know your take on today's show. All of you Palace fans out there, I know there are quite a few of you that listen to the show every single day. Tweet us at World Soccer Talk. Our guest is the aforementioned Jim Daly, who, in addition to being a diehard Crystal Palace supporter and a stand-up comedian, he is also a musician, and oftentimes the, the worlds of comedy and soccer find their ways in to his music. And on cue, Jim Daly is going to sing us a song. He's been nice enough to create a song just for us and play it right here on World Soccer Talk Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Jim, anything, any last-minute things that we should know about the song before we uh, let you take it away? Uh, well, firstly, musician is very generous, as you're about to find out. Um, and the song is about uh, a certain struggling Manchester United striker. Is he a guy who needs uh, hair transplants? Is he, is that he not- is, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, take it away. The floor is yours, Mr. Daly. Okay. <laughs> 13 years as a football pro. 254 goals to go with it You've been a pretty good player Now your problems are widespread The goals have receded like the hair on your head Oh Wayne, what do you have to say? So I've tried to work out why you're no longer scoring Is it because Man United are now so boring? Oh, should you blame it on Louis Van Gaal? Or have you just gone bad like rotten fruit so you can no longer pass and no longer shoot? Oh, mate, what's going on? <laughs> and I said, Wayne, I said, Wayne, what's going on? 
And I said, Wayne, Wayne. I said, Wayne, what's going on? Because it's so weird. Oh my God, it's so weird. Because you can still do it when you play for England. So can't. Can't you just a pretend? Pretend that one matter is Jordan Henderson. And I'll be honest, it looks to me you care more about boxing and WWE and I, I don't really understand those sports. But I know football and I have no doubt you can still score goals if you just sort it out. Oh, mate, what's going on? And I said, Wayne, Wayne, I said, Wayne, what's going on? And I said, Wayne, Wayne, I said, Wayne, what's going on? There you go. You big four non-blondes fan, are you? A massive, massive. Who isn't? Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, but before we go any further, <laughs> thank you. Oh my goodness, that was our musical guest here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Our first musical guest, hopefully the first of many, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, Jim Daly. Jim, we've still got plenty of time to talk here, so now I have to ask you about how the hell these comedy songs first started flowing out of your body and actually started <laughs> having a tick to them. When, when did this start? How did this whole thing come about? Tell us. Uh, a long time ago. So I, I, I do a podcast at Crystal Palace called the Five Year Plan Podcast, and uh, Years ago, five or six years ago, I started writing parody songs for the end of each episode because I was very bored and had a lot of spare time on my hands. And then I thought, what about if I branched out and did other football theme, not just Palace, uh, and put it on YouTube? And so I put them on YouTube and somehow people started watching and I started getting a lot of uh, subscribers and people watching. So that was uh, 2011, so four years ago. So I just kept doing it. And then... After doing that for a bit, I decided to start doing uh, songs on stage, doing stand-up. So that's how I started uh, getting into stand-up comedy. Um, and I do musical stuff on stage as well sometimes now. So it, it all kind of bred um, into one another. But uh, there's no reason, real reason I started. I just thought it'd be funny. I just thought it'd be fun. I, like, I love music and, and I like writing weird comedy stuff. So they just collide. I did, and no one so far has told me to stop doing it, and um, I keep getting ideas. So as long as that will happen, I'm going to keep doing it. Well, considering the, the, the interesting morning that I had, I, I needed a little cheering up, and, and in getting ready for the show, I went on to YouTube, and I listened to uh, one, of your, one of your newest songs about uh, all 92 teams in the football league. Uh, it was a parody of Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire, and you said to me before we started the show, I, I told you that, I said, hey, thanks for that. That actually really cheered me up this morning. I enjoyed it. brought some smiles to my face you said that was actually one of the most difficult songs uh that, that you've ever produced uh it, it enlighten us on the creative process there with that one so i i 
the song is is the idea because it's going to be the opening song to my Edinburgh show next year. So I went to Edinburgh, did a show this year for the first time ever. I'm going back next year. I'm doing a, mu- a football themed show. I'm going to do musical uh, songs and I'm going to do um, a bit of a quiz element and there's going to be stand up and stuff. So that's all in, in the pipeline. And uh, the 92 t- league team song is going to be the in- uh, opening song. But I thought I'd put it on YouTube first and see how it goes down see if people like it and so i wrote it recorded it did the video put it up last week and someone left a comment that said um what about west brom and i was like oh yeah i've left out west brom and then i went back through and i realized i'd left out eight teams i hadn't even done 92 teams i'd only done like 84 teams so i just hadn't really thought about it so i had to redo the whole thing rewrite it redo the video um and so that took ages and then i put it up and then i realized that i'd done i'd done two lower league teams from last season and not this season because they got relegated to the conference i had to do the whole thing again um so it just it was never ending but it's finally up now i've checked the teams in it hundreds of times i'm absolutely confident they're the right teams um so it's all up there and finally done and i don't have to do it anymore because it was it was getting so painful um but thankfully uh people are commenting on the video and saying how much they like it which is which is wonderful because that's the only reason i do all this stuff is because hopefully it brings a little joy to people and, and gives them a laugh and um if that's what's happening then i'm very happy well congratulations on uh, finally completing that one i i very <laughs> much enjoyed it and i do encourage uh, all the listeners uh, to go check that out we'll get a link of it actually it's already up on the uh the World Soccer Talk uh, Twitter feed, so just check out at World Soccer Talk, and you'll see it, the uh, song featuring the names of all 92 teams in the footballing league, from the Premier League all the way down to those teams in League 2. <laughs> it was fantastic. Be sure to check it out. Now, uh, i got to ask you about, uh, about your stand-up. Who are, who are some of your inspirations and, and some of your favorite comedians over the years, and, and how did you actually finally get the cojones to, to step on stage. It's, it's a big step for a lot of people. I myself have actually been, been doing stand-up comedy for, funny enough, coming up on three. Tomorrow will be the three-year anniversary of the first time that I stepped on a stage with a microphone for 10 minutes uh, back in, in Humboldt County uh, in the north of California where I was going to university. So it'll be three years for me. You said it was about three and a half years for yourself. Talk about how it all began. Um, I did a gig in central London. Uh, there's there's hundreds of open mic nights in London. Uh, 99% of them are absolutely terrible. Uh, but, but there's a few really good ones. And I did one that was not very good. And uh, my two friends came along. And before I went on stage, the one of the headline acts who they'd done, they sort of put them at the start and at the end, uh, had a massive argument with the promoter. And it all went really frosty in the room. And everyone was very awkward. And then they went, and now, for his first ever gig, Jim Daly. So I had to get up on stage <laughs> for the worst, coldest room ever. And uh, I died, obviously. Um, but um, it was a lot of fun. I, I, as I'd imagine you'll, you'll know as well, that there's a real buzz about being on stage and connecting with an audience, um, especially when it goes well, that you just can't get anywhere else. It's, 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 it's an incredible feeling. And I, I just wanted to keep going back and doing that and I'm quite a determined individual so I just wanted to get better and better and better and of course the only way to do that stand up is to keep doing it and keep dying over and over again and then hopefully you'll get better um which thankfully I have I'm I'm not professional yet um I'm not even really semi-pro but I am kicking on are you non-league I'm non-league I I actually think it is very much like that I feel I feel a bit like sort of being a youth team footballer and you're sort of you're playing youth team football all the while at these open mic gigs and then now and then you get you get called up to the first team for a pro gig and you've got to impress 
you know, at, at the pro level. And if you don't, you're back in the, you know, back in the youth team. But if you impress or you might get another game, and that's exactly what it's like at stand up. And so when you get those pro gigs, there's a, there's a lot of pressure. But thankfully, I've had some good ones and um, I've met some incredible people doing stand up, some really lovely people. Um, and, and to answer your question earlier about who are my favorite stand ups, a lot of them are actually American. Um, I love Louis C.K. Um, I love, really love old Woody Allen stand up from the 60s. And I really like, there's a guy called Dimitri Martin. Um, who is just fantastic and he, he's so clever and he does like clever one-liner stuff and I think he's brilliant. So um, those are the people I'm into um, and I'm going to keep going hopefully and who knows, maybe I'll come and play in America one day. <laughs> one day, I don't know, who knows. Well, uh, hearing hearing your enthusiasm for mixing your, your guitar with your comedy, I'm not surprised in the least that uh, Dimitri Martin is, uh, is one of your favorites. Definitely uh, his, his, uh, his songs are, are quite good and definitely uh, one of my favorites, especially from the, uh, from the late night university days back there listening to our, yeah. uh, our Dimitri Martin and Mitch Hedberg albums and oh, all, yeah. that, all that good stuff. Hey, I, I got to ask you real quick because you, you said you got a gig coming up. Uh, you're going to be going up to Edinburgh, and we actually had on the show a couple of days ago, or, or yesterday, as a matter of fact, was uh, was Andy McVannon, uh, who just wrote this amazing story uh, about Hibs and and all about uh, uh, that cool. region of Scotland, and we talked all about Edinburgh, and and so for for many people that don't know, Edinburgh has one of the most rich. Not only musical, but specifically with comedy. There's an amazing history of stand-up comedy in Edinburgh. Talk about what that, that means to you, going up there to perform. Oh, it's, it's amazing. So the festival runs in August every year, and it's just it's a real hotbed of just everything. You've got comedy, you've got sketch, you've got musical stuff. It's fantastic, and there's a real buzz during the city. I went up a couple of years ago to watch stuff. This year I actually did a show, which, which went quite well. And um, I'm looking forward to going back next year. But it's just, it's an incredible, if anyone gets a chance to go to Edinburgh during, the, during August uh, to check out the comedy, do definitely go because it's just a fantastic experience. So many great undiscovered people that might become famous one day. And everyone's in such a good mood because it's summer and it's sunny. So uh, it's, um, it's absolutely fantastic. And I hope to go back next year with the show and many years in the future, hopefully. Without a doubt. So, hey, before we let you go, a uh, few few quick business pieces to get to here. First off, Twitter handle. How can folks get a hold of you, Jim? So my Twitter handle is at Jim Daily Comedy, and that's daily spelled D-A-L-Y. A lot of people want to spell it with an E for some reason, but it's uh, Jim Daily Comedy. Uh, yeah, that's my Twitter. Okay, Jim Daily Comedy. Write that one down. And then the uh, the Palace Podcast. Uh, let's actually tie this thing back to soccer, that thing that I'm supposed to be covering <laughs> professionally here. Uh, tell us uh, how we can listen to the Palace Podcast. Uh, so it's called the Five Year Plan Podcast, and it's on it's on iTunes if you search for it. It's also on SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com forward slash FYP fanzine, all one word. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a Palace podcast, and it's a lot of fun to do. We do it every week because there's always something to talk about at Palace. So we're worth checking out. Absolutely. And hey, before that, that big gig in America comes, which it will come someday <laughs> soon, I guarantee it. I think this show is is your, your biggest vehicle into the American crowd. So before we let you go, Jim, anything that you would like to say to the good listeners of World Soccer Talk Radio, anything you'd like to say to America? Well, I actually have been to America quite a few times. I've uh, I stayed in California for a few months while coaching soccer. Uh, and I've stayed in quite a few different states. And everyone I've met, to a man and a woman has been incredibly uh, nice and welcoming. So I absolutely love America. Uh, but if I do come back to do a gig, if anyone could put me up, that would be fantastic. 
Well played, sir. Jim Daly, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome back anytime, mate. And best of luck cheering on your Eagles for the rest of this Premier League season. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Again, that was Jim Daly. Follow him on Twitter at Jim Daly Comedy. Back to close this baby out after this World Soccer Talk Radio. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Today, investors need to secure and protect their life savings. With government spending out of control, they continue to print money to cover the ever-increasing debt, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. American Bullion offers a hassle-free opportunity to transfer any portion of your existing IRA or previous 401k to a gold IRA for your protection. Take advantage of the lower gold prices today and enjoy the long-term security and hedge against inflation that gold and silver can provide in an IRA. Thousands of others have trusted American Bullion to transfer their IRAs into gold, and you can too. Call American Bullion today and discover the stability, protection, and peace of mind that a gold IRA can bring. Call American Bullion today at 800 576 1046 for a free consultation and receive their free IRA rollover guide, which offers the best information on gold IRAs. Keep your life savings safe and sound when you can. Call 800 576 1046. That's 800 576 1046 for your free gold IRA guide. Welcome back in to World Soccer Talk Radio, taking the express train home here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Another tip of my cap to Jim Daly. That was a quite enjoyable experience having him on the program. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Jim Daly Comedy. If you like comedy, you like music, you like football, he is definitely someone who you want to keep in mind. Cheered me up this morning with that great song on YouTube. Be sure to check out all of his stuff on his YouTube channel. And it's time to 
get on in to my birthday weekend. Hopefully Liverpool can take care of business against the baggies of West Bromwich Albion. Cheers to you. Enjoy your soccer weekend. My name's Nate Abarea. I will talk to you on Monday. Love you. Have a great weekend.